Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Heard around the world on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis featuring Blue and Joe Grande. And now today, Chris Franchino is stepping on the stage to help us out. Hey, buddy. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Good. Good to see you. Chris has, uh, I think, hemorrhoids or something going on with him <laughs> that he can't make it in today and sit down. So we are going to get down and do our show. It's a real thing, and it happens. That's why he has a pillow that he carries in his car and on his lap and everything else. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the podcast all around the world. And check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis. We've got so many great articles and blogs on the site. Make sure you give us a call. If you haven't picked up the new magazine, Magazine and checked it out. CannabisTalkMagazine.com is a site, or just go to our website and you can get directed right there and give us a call and say, you know what, you guys, send me one. We might and we might not, but try it. 1 800 1980. Check out our IG pages at Cannabis Talk 101. And Blue is at the number one, Christopher Wright. I am at Joe Grande 52. And I got to let you guys know about the Bear Flag Group. It's your white label partners, you guys. They are known to be on time, accurate, and do quality co packaging. They have been launching brands in California since 2015. And at the Bear Flag Group, they do what they say they're going to do. Go check them out online at bearflaggroup.com. Our guest today. Today. They're like our buddies. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're buddies. I mean, they're definitely from buddies. They're they're from buddies. And Buddies, you guys, is a brand you can always rely on to deliver a genuine cannabis experience. Let their decades of knowledge be the comfort in your selection of premium cannabis products. If you're watching us on YouTube that you can see on the set here today, it is very colorful and looks beautiful. But we have two very inspirational guests on the show today, folks. Brian Cochran. Did I say that right? Cochran? Yeah, you got it right. Cochran. Cochran. Okay, Cochran. Brian Cochran, current COO and president of Buddies, initially came into the cannabis industry in 2006 after this dude... You ready for this, folks? 
because I was ready to hit him up for a gig was the GM <laughs> at Costco for quite some time before that. And I, because I say that, I love Costco. It's and true. being a general manager of that, I mean, there's nothing Kirkland. I almost want to talk to you about Costco more than <laughs> fucking buddies, to be honest with you. I'm like, dude, so really, the Kirkland, how much Kirkland, is that a Kirkland sweater you got on right now? Kirkland pants, like everything about that place I love. And, and as I mentioned that you were the GM as Costco, and I say that to people listening, you know, he worked hard for many years to get the GM job there and, and at a big company like that. So it's rec- I, I want to recognize that as like, this is not a dude that just, you know, made his money doing whatever. And then only to wake up one day realizing how much he hated his job and wanted to do something better for himself. And since then, Brian has made a name for himself and been a key part of several successful cannabis companies in California. So we're going to get to his story in a minute. Then we also have who's repping North Carolina in the building, folks. Big old Nick Capron, key accounts manager of Buddies, who has been with them since the inception and helped, and I can't believe since the inception, I can't wait to hear how this relationship started, and helped take Buddies California brand from zero accounts and sales to being one of the top brands in the States. And Nick has been on his grind by growing current retail partnerships, actively establishing new business relationships and updating packaging, as well as the hardware to bring buddies to the new level of dominating like they do out here. Because if you ain't seen buddies, you ain't been into a dispensary. Their combined journey and evolution into the cannabis space has ultimately brought them both to the same company where they focus on building and establishing their brand to withstand the current economic headwinds and the cannabis industry flows that's going on there. Check out their products at buddiesbrands.com, B-U-D-D-I-E-S-B-R-A-N-D.com, and also check them out on IG at buddiesbrand. Here to tell us more about their stories, you guys, everybody give them a welcome. Brian and Nick to the show. I mean, first off, how did you guys meet? That, you know, you guys, you get them from the inception. I mean, I'm just so curious, Brian, you quit this gig as a GM. You started doing some stuff. How did you two meet? So I, I just want to clarify, inception <clears throat> of California. Um, oh, not so inception of buddies. Buddies actually started in Oregon and Washington and then came into California. Oh, and you started with state. them as they started in California. Yeah, so okay. as they came into California, that's when I got brought on as a sales rep well and, then uh, that then that you clarified that who sells more california or oregon <laughs> so um currently i'd say oregon Oregon's, right yeah wow um, well, you better step your fucking game up then, know, huh? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but hey at least this is a lot bigger area though yeah yes i mean you have a bigger territory so it's oh, yeah. you know you cut it's, it's not like oh oregon's a little smaller complex where they can sell a lot more in a dense area yep where you're out here so you, you guys then, okay, so I didn't know the brand was already popping in Oregon. So. Yeah, so, so we've been the number one brand in Oregon. BDSA's got us the number one brand for three years in a row. Get a little tight to that, please. Yeah, BDSA's got uh, Buddy's brand in Oregon, the number one brand three years in a row. So wow. they were they were always already popping off in Oregon when they came. And I met Nick, uh, Buddy's came in and they bought my company. We, we, were, we were original company in the, in the pre-rec market. Uh, we were Tetra Labs. So they came in and bought us and we flipped, flipped the gold and went to the green box. And that's how I met Nick. And Nick's been our dominant salesperson in the entire company now for going on three years. 
That's yeah, and not only that, I feel like we've seen Nick at every event that we go to, and he's always repping. And it's like I feel like he's—I thought you were the owner at one point of buddies, to be honest <laughs> with you. You know what I mean? And he comes here and he's putting up this and that. Uh, let's get to know a little bit about you guys, Brian. Uh, I know Nick, you're from North Carolina, which is awesome. I know you're getting excited as March Madness is coming, and you know you're watching your team grow go and Tar grow. Heels. Exactly, it's like one of those things. But uh, Brian, how did you start this company? I mean, having a GM job at Costco is a good gig. You know, it, it's I started on my 18th birthday, and I, I quit 20 years in, almost on my birthday. And I, I woke up one day, I was told I was going to move again. Didn't want to move, and, and I'd done pretty well for myself. Um, had some money put away. And put in my two weeks notice and moved back to California. I was in Texas. And uh, made Everybody some, look at you like, what? Your family? You're, were you married? I was married. I had two little two little girls and uh, made some really bad state mistakes with my retirement went broke in about a year and a half. I, I jumped into the mortgage market in 07, 08. Ooh. And everybody knows that story. Oh, and, oh wait, uh, I lost yeah. four homes during <laughs> yep. that time too. I, yes, I lost a whole bunch of them and had two little mouths to feed and, and a wife that was expensive. And um, got in the cannabis industry. So I kind of got into a different story than a lot of people. Mine was more desperation. I was looking for the a quick way to take care of my family. And I knew I didn't want to go back to Costco. A great place to work, good good education for me, but I wanted to do something else. And uh, it led me to some family and some friends that were growing and started growing. And that, that's kind of started From my Texas, journey. you moved to Oregon or California? California. So Northern you California. chased the Green Rush. No, I, I'm from Northern California. Oh, okay. Where at? Uh, Santa Rosa area, North Bay. Okay, I'm from San Jose. Bay. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, so Costco had taken me to Taiwan, they had taken me to Texas, taken me all over. Um, and I was just coming back home. I came back to Northern California and, and that was uh, 06, 07. And that's when it was really starting to be big. And, and the pre-rec market was doing really well. And uh, it saved my family. That's how I supported my family for, for a long, well, till today. Well, and then you started off just growing and selling or how did you do the company? I mean, uh, yeah, everybody has that black market story. You don't yeah. just, you know, come in and allegedly, yeah, allegedly. Uh, yeah. had a, so my, my story is a little different. I, mean, I didn't have any money. So I was the guy, I was the guy getting it from A to B and realized, I mean, I came up pretty quick, but I realized that was the guy that gets time. And so we, we saved it and bought a farm and, and bought another farm and, had the opportunity to work with some of my best friends and 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 we just worked hard every day and it, it, it was again it was a different journey than some people took but it was it was a good journey for me but we saw i mean what we saw in the pre-rec market is what we're seeing now is is we we screwed up our own market because everybody just kept growing more and my uh i'd gone through a divorce i i met this uh my now now wife we just got married a couple weeks ago congrats. Oh, congrats thank you um and she really changed yeah. <laughs> she changed my and i'll tell you a crazy story she changed my whole thought on cannabis um this was just for me i'm not a huge smoker been around it enjoy it but it's just don't do it all the time and and she brought this whole different thought process to me she's like you got to get into concentrate she she was making this product in an ice cream bowl and giving just giving it away giving it to people that needed it and i'm like fuck that you know coming from costco we got packaging we put it in a bottle and she printed flyers for our first high times event that said we won it before we even got there <laughs> you know she just she's she's the ultimate person that um 
that believes in in the, the law of attraction she just said hey we can do this and it it changed kind of changed my focus from being a cultivator got us into concentrates got us into product launches um and we started started our own company we we're doing great and then the uh the feds came and visited us for breakfast one morning and it didn't said they didn't really appreciate how we were making our income so uh, it, it kind of changed us and that's how we ended up with tetra labs we we did our deal or i did my deal and then i didn't want to put my name out there with a brand again so we started just creating oil for other brands and tetra labs is one of the brands we made oil for and they invited us to come in and partner with them and we took over um most of the operations for them they were the first company to put uh distillate in a in a cartridge or we believe we were uh they were first company to encapsulate uh and make a gel cap and we're still running that same piece of equipment that same machine from uh i think 09 when they started so that that's kind of how i i evolved and then it, we were just we were a small company it was my me and my girl and one of my best friends and we just didn't get enough money put away when rec came so we were looking for we were looking just like everybody else we had our hand out looking for investors and we never found one but we found buddies and our buddies found us and the story how they found us they came to our facility and they toured our facility and we just like everyone we gave them some products and we gave them fire and ice and threw it in the back of his car forgot about it and about three months later his back was hurting the owner and he goes I got that I'm gonna go give it a go and his pain was gone in 30 minutes and he calls us back and he's like hey we want to talk to you guys again and that that started the, the conversation where where we end up uh, coming in under buddies in California and helping them get their flag planted down here nice so you never so, thought about going back to Costco then huh you know, I, this industry's crazy right now, so it's always in the back of your mind. Am I going to have to get a real job? But um, it's funny because Joe really loves Costco. I feel like he works there sometimes because no, it goes so much. You know, it's a great company, it. And, it, and, it, and it really was. You know, it's that part-time job I started when I'm going to college, and just never left. You know, it, it was a great job, good people, um, very well run, and, and that's where I struggled when I came in, went into the mortgage world. Costco is really black and white. You always do the right thing. And then you get out of the real world and there's a whole lot of gray and I wasn't expecting it. And the mortgage market was ruthless. And just like you said, I lost a bunch of houses and I lost a bunch of money because you weren't ready for that. Lost a wife, it sounds like too. Lost a wife, yeah. Got, kept the kids, so. <laughs> but uh, lost a wife and it, it was it was a pretty tumultuous time. But it's just crazy too because like you said, I could see that with Costco. It's like, no, this is how we do it. That's the way it's done. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been taking stuff back to Costco. No problem. They're just always, here you go. Here we go. Let's go. Now, finally, I mean, okay, they did some better stuff on electronics in the last 10, 20 years. But like, it was just crazy how great that company is. And for you to go out, like you said, into the real world. Yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't whoa. Ready. And be a general manager of something like, no, guys, we should always do this yeah. this way. I can only imagine your mentality because you've worked your way up to a general manager at a place where it's, yes, no, it's just simple, and this is the prices, and this is this. Yeah, it It's got to be weird. It was definitely weird. I, I just wasn't ready for it, and I think that's why I kind of I, I got taken advantage of a little bit in the mortgage market with some partners and made some bad decisions. But, you know, it's, I bounced back. I'm here today. I'm doing okay. And uh, my kids are healthy, and everything's fine. And, and a lot of that that journey from there to here is, is really been cannabis. It's, it's been part of my personal evolution. Tell to one last story and, and, uh, and I'll share, and it's a, about this product and I, and I keep referencing my girl, her name's Deanna. 
So the product you're talking about real quick though is the Fire and Ice. The one it's, it's oh the one that I have on my desk that yep, they gave uh, me for my ankle that I had ankle go. surgery on. Oh yeah, I'm so, loving it. So we, we decided we with our first company we're doing the can, the High Times Cup, and we're there and and I'm I'm in it. I mean guys, I'm just in it strictly for the money at this time. And and I thought all the you know the everybody's got a doctor's script and I think it's a bunch of BS. You know I walk in there's nothing wrong with me. Get a script to do 100 plants or 99 plants. We, we, it was just a scam. So I, I didn't really believe there was any medical benefit and we're sitting in our booth the first day and all day long a lot of older women and they've got their do-rags on because they've lost their hair and they're coming up and they're and they're hugging my girl and they're telling her thank you and they're telling her how this product has helped them or they're or they're picking up another product off her table and and talking about hey i i started using your product during my chemo and i've gained two pounds and and it or it's helping me sleep or my my nausea is going away so in, in that three-day cannabis event, my whole mindset about cannabis changed. It, it went from just, this is how I'm going to pay my bills to this is, maybe, maybe this would be my chance to get in heaven. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm doing something right for the world and bringing something back. Earning those wings. It's so funny how you look at cannabis mm -hmm. differently. That, that's, different. a great, that's such a great story, too. And, and I appreciate the vulnerability and honesty from you, right? Because i love hearing these stories of people who run companies like this and, and your your level of like man i was in this to make money and then seeing what it does it's very similar to blue's story mm -hmm. blue was doing exactly that with cannabis his dad taught him how to sell cannabis it wasn't until he met somebody with aids and then he was like he were out of money and he gave him an ounce and then he followed him to an aids clinic and he's like shit i i need to start giving this story. he gave weed to every patient at the clinic yeah. that he followed the dude to and you know when i hear that story you're not alone, is my point, right? Like, Blue, he's not here today, but his story is very similar to it was a cash grab for him. Yep. He sold, his dad taught him how to sell weed. His dad might have been doing it for, for the supplement income. He's a union worker and this and that, but, you know, helping people. But once Blue's seen how really true this plant does, and even for myself, I had two hip surgeries. I found cannabis as medicine for me because I've been sober 24 years. I don't smoke recreationally. I'm literally in the program. I don't go around smoking a joint. I haven't smoked a joint in 20. I don't do it for recreation. I use these rubs, creams, oils, uh, what's the vape? The, oh, vapes what, and what, tinctures. What, tinctures and all the things only for medicine when I was hurt real bad. And I still use it now as daily medicine for my body and oils to, to keep my body going. But to those who want to smoke and like, you know, because you're like, I'm not a smoker. Neither am I. I don't yeah. smoke at all. Like, you know I mean, I'm not going to sit there and, hey, you want to smoke a joint? No, I'm cool. Thank you. But you can. Matter of fact, Chris is. I was like, I, I can smoke all Chris, day. Chris smokes <laughs> them all day. This morning we're talking, Joe, do you got a grinder on your desk? And, you know, no, but I think there's one in the back office. And, you know, I, I love it because I look at it as and I see my friends and colleagues like, that's your medicine. That's cool. Go do that. You know, I'm gonna do an avocado toast. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, you, you smoke your joint. I'm, I'm gonna get mine. And um, I love though the fact that that's your story and how you now your new lady has been helping so many. And then you got to see the change in people and go like, wow, this yeah. is real deal. You know, and, and and it's it's happened again several times in my life afterwards. You know, that really changed my mindset or made me vulnerable, like you said, to be able to accept it as what it really is it's it's medicine and but i've seen i've had people in my life with some mental health issues in the last few years and even watching them get off i went through a journey with a family member of all the uh, pharmaceutical medicines they put them on and watch them basically poison themselves to get tremors to get acne to get all the stuff from from the medicine that her doctor gave her 
to getting off and getting on our gel caps and being able to sleep at night and being able to regulate their moods. Um, it really, it, it really changed my whole mindset. And it's, it's been this evolution of change for 14, 15 years now. It's funny, man. I literally just lost a dear friend of mine who, well, they haven't found his body yet, but he's been missing for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, two, six days now. And, oh, uh, and he had a parasite in his brain mm -hmm. and he had Lyme disease and I don't think he was doing any kind of cannabis treatment, but like I was in my head thinking, I haven't talked to his wife to ask, or at this point, why am I gonna ask? But you know, um, my gut feeling was and is now going, I bet he wasn't using any type of cannabis to help treat his thoughts and yeah. his feelings. That's, he was a big morning show host in San Francisco. And uh, just to think as you say that, I feel you so much because in my head too, I think of, people that and myself i'm going I, you know i need to start taking some other things i want to talk to you about that like as you say what is good for sleep because at night you know i'll take maybe an anxiety pill or this and that but i know you guys have products for nighttime right yeah i, I think as far as product knowledge i'm gonna let nick speak on that there's probably <laughs> nobody and and i'm part of the manufacturing side but probably nobody understands the the product well, just as we deal with, so as we're talking about that mental health, and I know that I've seen that in the papers work that you sent us, you know, you're most excited about the development research and the PTSD and the mental health issues of cannabis. So are we on this show. Like our show is about pushing this to get to become more medicine. I can't wait to have a headache and I'm 200 pounds and what type of cannabis I should use, yeah. pill take to take care of that headache. I just got a cramp in my leg, I got a knee pain, I'm 150 pounds, what should I use to take away this pain? Like we know two Advils, three Advils, if you're 250 pounds, four Advils, that's the max you can take. Like I know this because I've read enough about Advils to know how to treat my pains. I can't wait for this advancement to help people with the PTSDs, with the insomnia at night, with anxiety in the daytime, let alone at nighttime, or with the back pain, yeah. or whatever pains you're having, or for the cancers, but to have all these weight legs. So as we're mentioning this, and you kind of mentioned at night, what do you guys have that's perfect for somebody to take at night? So for nighttime, uh, honestly, we're in the process of developing a nighttime specific kind of line. Um, like. Currently, we have our sunrise and sunset tinctures, um, but but we're trying to kind of build on top of that and expand it with, um, currently those are only THC essentially with some terpenes and stuff in it. Um, we want to, we had a formula before that we were producing under another brand because um, we do white label some stuff as well. Um, but bringing in the THC, CBD, CBN, CBG combinations um, are what we found is best for sleep. So uh, not just THC, but yeah, like the CBN is a, is a big one um, and the CBG as well. Um, and everyone knows about CBD, but um, biggest thing, I, I'm no doctor, so I, I will this not. This is sit, not medical <laughs> advice, guys. I will not sit up here and do the medical advice. Nick, you advice. played one in North Carolina. I've seen you. <laughs> but, um, but what I will say is, like, I know what works well for me and what I get feedback from people on. And, and yeah, that, that kind combination of those different uh, cannabinoids are really, like, what I would say was would be best for sleep. So we currently don't have that right now. I'd say, like, what out of our current lineup like what would be best for sleep would either be the um sunset tincture or the indica gel caps the a, live a resin big old gel fat caps. dab of of the diamonds yeah might, that might, might, help to sleep too. Joe. It might but, knock um, you out 
but yeah, so we do have our gel capsules that are they're live resin, full spectrum, strain specific, and so um, we do it sativa hybrid indica because we change up the strains a lot, but um, they are strain specific. So like, for example, these are Three Bears OG is our indica, vanilla shake on the hybrid, sour strawberry on the sativa. So, so they are strain specific, so like for sleep wise, I would go like, an indica live resin gel capsule well we're going to break real quick and we come back i want to keep going through some of these products you have and i also want to hear about you nick and where you're from in north carolina are you from the sticks are you from the big city were you a basketball player out there i know you did some surfing and you're very into a lot of sports i remember hearing that uh and reading some things about that it's cannabis talk 101 we'll be right back with buddies right here on the show let's go we'll be right back with cannabis talk 101 Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Cali is full and broad spectrum hemp extracted products contain CBD, CBG, and some 1,300 other elements naturally derived from the hemp and the plant. You guys go feel the effects with Cali Effects. Check them out online, CaliEffects.com. Mr. Apron Capron, Nick from North Carolina. So you're from North Carolina. You're really heavy into sports, too, I remember you mentioning. Um, like sports management or something? No, Marketing? No, what were you doing? No, no, no. Uh, well, no. So wrong, I, Nick. Huh? <laughs> Wasn't that you? Um, I never, never did any sports management, marketing, anything like that. I'm, a, I'm a huge Panthers fan. I'm a huge Tar Heel fan. Okay. But, um, but, uh, as far as my background, I, I, I grew up more in like the, I guess you call it action sports, like, uh, snowboard, skateboard, surf. Um, kind of those industries. So, That's what it was. Okay. I was, yeah, I was down the line. Maybe yeah, not. Yeah. Some, something like that. I knew it was close. sports stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I started snowboarding when I was like three years old. Started so you can grind out there. You can go crazy. <laughs> Are you like the guy that goes up high in the air and everything else? Oh, so he uh, must love the mountains right now. What they look like right here behind us, huh? Oh man. Well, so, so no, those are probably weak for him. That's the thing is like, uh, I went so hard. I started when I was three. By the time I was like 15, I was like kind of burnt out on like snowboarding. And like, I, I, I honestly haven't even been in like three years. I go maybe like once a season at best if that in the past 15 16 years but uh but yeah i started snowboarding when i was like three started skateboarding when i was probably eight years old started uh surfing when i was like probably 10 or 11 years old and that's where kind of uh pretty much I, I was born in the sticks as you as you mentioned <laughs> you were <laughs> out in the sticks yeah davy davy county north carolina so like the town was called Moxville, not Knoxville, Tennessee, but Moxville. And then, uh, like, the little section of the county. That you can might... hear his accent a little bit when he <laughs> says oh, it that. Coming. You hear it? You hear it's coming I figured we were going to start talking about go. it and come out. Uh -huh. And then uh, the little section of uh, the county that my grandparents still live in to this day is called Turkey Foot. Um, so, like. Oh, you're the sticks then. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. They got stick names. <laughs> they got everything. turkey feet. As yeah. sticks as it gets is, is what I say. But, um, but then uh, when I was, like. 10, 11 years old, I moved to uh, Wrightsville Beach, North Carolina, and that's like where I got really into surfing and stuff like that, and uh, went from competing and going to the mountains all the time to like, uh, I might be better at snowboarding than I am at surfing, but I like this beach life, uh, it's pretty nice, and then, um, and then yeah, so kind of from there, I uh, graduated high school, and I was like, where do I want to go? And I'd been to San Diego and stuff to come out and surf and do all that. And uh, so I was like, I don't want to be anywhere else on the East Coast, really, other than Riceville Beach, I think is like the best place on the East Coast. And then um, so I was like, oh, I'll go dabble into California. So came out here after high school and uh, shit, been here probably 15 years now. So, nice. Yeah. 31, I moved out when I was 17, so... I'm not going to do the math right now. I've been and now you're sitting there <laughs> repping buddies. You get into the cannabis space from North Carolina. Was it a big deal? Your family looking at you like, what the hell are you doing, boy? So so you would think so. And, and that's what's actually funny is like my my uh, mom's parents, like I've never seen alcohol at their house. I don't you don't say a cuss word. I, I, I personally I drink I, I stuff like that. But like they are very like southern baptist like bible, bible belt, belt. Oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah um but so what, are we but what, <laughs> <laughs> see my belt <laughs> but but what's really cool is like no they're like so supportive of it like they they rock their buddies hats and stuff like that um i think what really hit home with them is like there's a couple of things like number one they they don't like alcohol so much they're not big on tobacco and they grew up literally on tobacco road um so like all, all, awesome. all the all the tobacco <laughs> used true. to come from the region that like that's all tobacco country all that farmland um and then winston-salem which is like the closest city is where like rj reynolds and stuff is from so so more than anything but they, they're not big uh on alcohol but they compare it to like really like alcohol after prohibition like and like being at like Anheuser-Busch or something like that. And, uh, but, but they actually see it a lot better because now they do understand the medicinal benefits and like that, Hey, this plant has a lot more to offer to than we all know what alcohol can do to people. Like I said, I drink, but 
my proudest moments probably aren't when I was drinking. <laughs> right. So did you get them to, to use Buddy's products? So, so no, they haven't really. Um, but I think what really hit home for them is uh, um, my great aunt. So my grandfather's brother's wife, um, she got cancer. And so her sons and uh, nephews and nieces would go to Colorado and fly stuff back and the, you're talking about people that are very like by the book by the law do not break the law their names are known in the town and because it's such a small town and and but that's the only thing that helped her and so they threw all that out the window and they're like you have these people literally flying to Colorado and bringing stuff back so yeah, just changed their whole perception on it. So yeah, so they, they went from they uh, the the nice Christian Bible belts to smugglers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anything for grandma. Yeah. Right. I mean, exactly. hey, and there's nothing wrong with that because and it's funny how crazy that that's what it takes sometimes because. I mean, I'm sorry to hear. Is she doing okay? No, or? she's actually doing great. I just saw her this wow, Christmas. Wow, God bless. Yep, That's yep, wonderful. Yep. And to think that she's doing great because, you know, how many stories have we heard like that with kids? They're crossing state lines. We talked to one family. The guys went to jail for, they, you know, child abuse because yeah. they took the kid. Oh, so and they lost custody. They lost custody of that. You know what I mean? And it just, it breaks my heart when you hear stories like that and to hear your grandmother going through that who can't just go down the street to pick up some medicine and you know it's like wow you got to really do the smuggling across state lines yeah, and so. it's medicine that doesn't get looked as medicine now let's talk about all this great medicine because you guys have quite a bit of products here it's not just a few things i was looking on the website but i can just look at the table break all down what you guys have for different people and, and why they should use what you guys have um well to your point, yes, we got a lot of products, um, but but what I think that we do very well at is um, kind of where and nothing against other companies or I'm not trying to make that comparison, but but you see brands that have their core product and then they'll bring in uh, additional SKUs to try to kind of like round it out and, and and pull in some revenue from other areas, but it's like it's always going back to that core product. Um, I feel like we do a pretty good job at like any single product that hits our menu does well in its respective category. So, um, so yeah, I think we are, what we do best at is providing multiple different options across the board, educating people on what these different products are and letting them make the most educated purchasing decision rather than having one product that we have to try to market and make it seem like it's this like amazing thing to try to push customers over into that and, and, ending up with sometimes like pushing customers into like a misled, miseducated purchasing decision. So, so I think that's what we well, do. Well, it best seems with. like most of your products that you have up here also are, are derived from concentrates, right? Yep. So it sounds so, like you guys have really gotten that portion down. So let me hear a little bit more about that concentrate section so, or the, 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 you guys are breaking it down. How are you extracting it? That's making it come out so great. So um, I have such a great name because on the streets, buddies is good. The brand's good. You know, the looks good. People love it. So, so our focus is uh, quality products at affordable prices. So um, all of our products right now are BHO, so extracted by butane. Um, 
we've considered dabbling into the uh, solventless space and we, we actually did like a little limited launch recently, but, but the idea is like to really have like the buddy, the buddies model fit is quality products at affordable prices and solventless to do quality at an affordable price is very, very, very difficult. So we stick mainly to our BHO products. So, so we're using butane to extract, which is a solvent, but like, not to scary one, like all of that solvent comes back out. It gets tested parts per billion before well, it goes. Not only that, stores. I mean, if I yeah. go ahead and spark this joint or this glass blunt, I'm gonna use a lighter which is gonna have butane in it. So Correct. I'll probably get more butane inhalation off of exactly. smoking a joint than I would off of smoking. Yeah, some people never point. realize that though. Okay? They could act like, what do you mean? I've actually had never heard that um, comparison. I, I've heard it the, before. I know about you're smoking butane when you use the lighter, but the comparison to that you're actually smoking more butane off of taking a bong rip than to smoke a vapor, uh, take a dab, then that is a, that's very well, we're going to use that now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have, and we have good testing here too in, in California, especially that there's yeah. a lot that they're going to test for. So they're going to test for residuals of the butane. So, I mean, I, I exactly. feel pretty confident and that I wouldn't have any problems smoking exactly. your, your products. Exactly. Butane. So that's what we like to say is like to, to do a quality product at that affordable price. Like you, you have to ha have a salt solvent that yields more. You're just doing heat and pressure and squishing something. You're not going to yield as much, and you're going to have to sell it for a lot more. So, so yeah. So that's what we stick to is all our products are either distillate based or live resin based. We're definitely known mostly for our live resin products at this point, and where we've taken those. Um, so that means it's a full spectrum oil. Yes, it's full spectrum. Yeah, strain specific. It's not like it's just a less processed oil, which which I can get it more into. But but really, what's I. We're mostly known for our vape products now, which is it kind of crazy because when Buddies actually launched back in 2016, 2017, uh, we were pretty much like anti-vape. Um, and that's because vapes in 2016, 2017 are not necessarily what they are today. Um, they've come a long way, but... but but back then, if you if you knew what was going on, Massachusetts was the first to start to ban it back then, yeah. too, because they had a couple so, of... And then we had some bad things ills. with people putting olive oil in yeah, them and the pins and this and that. And you still don't know. I mean, it's still, well, you, you know... PGs. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's why I tell people is, like, you can, you can take a nug and you can look at it, smell it, break it open, investigate it. But when you're, like, looking in some oil in a vape cart, like what's going on in there. And so that's you're trying to see how fast or slow the bubble moves. Yeah, and, and, and so, and so that was exploited, um, basically. So they're taking basically distillate, like a lower quality oil that, um, and probably not the best distillate at the time. And then terpenes, not from cannabis. Um, and then that's like the least of your worries. Then on top of that, you have these fillers and additives and all this basically like just trying to like fill up carts with the most, least expensive trash so you could maximize your profits and doing all that stuff and and that's and the hardware really wasn't there either so you had yeah. to dilute it and make it thin yeah. enough to get smoke somehow so, yep and try not to get it to leak at the bottom yep. yeah mm. yeah so there's so a leaking part too that was yeah, a problem was a lot of issues <laughs> basically if you're like a a true stoner cannabis lover like you love the plant you cared about it and you knew it was going into vape products you probably didn't really want anything to do with it and then also you get into the medicinal aspect of it is like okay, a patient learns that, say, Blue Dream is good for their medical condition. They go to a they go to a dispensary and they see a vape cart on the shelf and it says Blue Dream on that vape cart and they buy it and they smoke it. And little they know, nothing in that vape cart actually came from Blue Dream. So is that is that okay? Is that right? Do we want to be like 
selling these things, calling them strain. It names was just that, chirpings that simulated the flavor of what they exactly their best their like. best try yeah. at it. So so well, and um, that that became part of our ethos too is just transparency is is, is putting in it what what the label says. Um, not using fake terpenes, only using cannabis-derived terpenes that we create in our own lab. Um, so, so the customer really does get the experience that, that they had when they were 18, that first time they hit that Blue Dream card or, what, or, or joint. So that, that's been one of the things, and, and I think Nick sells it really well, is one of our, our, our reasons we've been successful is we just sell it like it is. We, we, during Vapegate, we pulled all our botanicals off the shelf because um, we didn't know what was causing the problem. We didn't know what was making people sick. We knew it wasn't cannabis. Um, and we were just honest. We, we took, it was a huge hit to our bottom line, pulling that, that whole category out. Um, but we didn't want to be one of the people that were out there putting poison out. We didn't know. No one knew what was causing it. And it, it changed, changed our business model at that time. Yeah, so, so basically we, w we went from like anti-vape, we're not going to do vapes, and then our entrance into the vape market was in Oregon in late 2017 or early 2018, but it was actually this product right here, this white box. We still have it to this day, but basically, um, they, they had a discovery of a terpene extraction process where they got cannabis derived strain specific terpenes and a lot of them. And the thought was, Hey, if we just make our own really clean distillate and then we add back, cannabis-derived strain-specific terpenes that we extracted ourselves, and those are the only two ingredients in the product, then that's a 100% cannabis-derived product that we'd be willing to smoke ourselves. And so um, that was basically, we're like, okay, um, enter the organ vape market. We have a 100% cannabis product. We're being honest about what's in it. The strain that you say that's in there, that everything in there came from that strain. So, uh, so you're extracting the oil and then just separating the terpenes during the extraction process and putting it all back together. Put those same terpenes back in. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, so then, uh, so yeah, so enter the organ vape market with that product, and and because of the yield that we we're getting from our terpenes, um, and the fact that we didn't really agree with the current state of the vape industry anyway. Um, rather than selling it as like a premium product at a premium price, uh, we actually sold it at a lower price than all the botanicals so non-cannabis terpenes stuff like that um so we sold a better product at a more affordable price and next thing we knew basically almost overnight where the this is the number one selling vape cart on the oregon market so that's awesome congratulations like, for that take a step back it's like okay like you can do the right thing be honest be transparent like stay true to the plant and still win. So that basically became the, the basis of everything we did at Buddies is quality products, quality products, affordable prices, transparency, education, true to the plant, taking industries like vape that have been previously stepped on and, and turning it around and showing it that it could be done a different way. Um, so, so yeah, so that's where we, and you have just what a few different vape cartridges we, that people are offered we have four different lines of vape now so um our three of them are buddies um it used to be four under buddies and that's kind of what i'll touch on so um we have our distillate with cannabis terpenes we have a live resin distillate blend and then we have a hundred percent live resin with zero distillate added um and then we along the way we actually had added a 
flavored line to buddies and i actually brought that here just we don't have it anymore um but we we're like hey like there's all these flavored cartridges out there like if we do it the right way and don't call it a cannabis strain and don't sell it as like a strain specific product we just call it like this is tutti frutti yeah, yeah. we just Let's call it what it is yeah we put it the work every every package we have we call it exactly what it is on the box so this is distilled cannabis oil with flavor infused terpenes so like making it very clear um so we had our buddies colorful line so that's the pineapple buddies so when vape gate came out um and everyone freaked out we decided to drop the flavored line completely and run just a buddies 100 percent cannabis kind of thing like we're only going to use cannabis ingredients no flavors or anything for buddies um after everything kind of settled down a little bit people are come out they're still selling flavors and stuff like that so we kind of recognize like hey there still is a place in the market for flavored distillate vapes um so it's not like run away from it but if we're going to do it, let's do it the way that we think's right. Use our buddies, morals, ethics, transparency behind it. So to maintain buddies being a hundred percent cannabis, we uh, renamed the flavored line into B brand. So you can see it's still our font and everything. So it's basically saying like buddies is like a hundred percent cannabis and B brand is kind of like that sideshow. It's like not the one, it's the two, it's not the A, it's the B. It's uh, it's basically our outlet for products that, don't fit under the buddies 100% cannabis model, but still have a place in the market if presented correctly. So like um, when we relaunched it, we just did pineapple, raspberry, strawberry. So we were that's just what doing, you're hitting. That's the flavor you're going to taste. Just, yep. just uh, so like we w wouldn't put a strain name on there because uh, the, the ingredients in here are distillate and botanical terpenes, AKA non cannabis terpenes. So if it didn't come from a strain name, we're not going to call it a strain name because you don't want that medical patient that learned that Blue Dream was good for their medical condition thinking that this actually came from Blue Dream when it didn't. It might be your closest try at Blue Dream, but it, it, we just don't want to make that claim. It's going to have that not. same flavor profile, but it's not going to have the terpene profile. Yeah, so it's close, but it's, it's still not going to give you the exact same effect. Yeah. yeah. So um, And then also, like we avoid using the word sativa hybrid or indica on these boxes because those are cannabis classifications. And if it didn't come from any of those strains, then what would make it a sativa hybrid or indica? So we stay away from that. So we labeled it as fruit flavor infused distillate. Like Literally, it's like a... You like the nicotine vapes? We'll remove the nicotine. It's like a flavored THC vape. Um, so really just like being, again, honest, telling the customer what it is, selling it for the price that it should be sold for because these are not the most expensive ingredients. So, um, so yeah, so that's now our outlet. That's our like affordable kind of like, and we do really well with it. So again, goes to show, you don't have to lie to the customer to sell them a product. That's great. I love your guys' <laughs> transparency like that. I mean, and I feel like it starts from the top. I mean, if you look at how Brian even started the show with that transparency on who you are and how the company is being ran, it, it, it doesn't, I, I didn't know this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I see this and I see how you're talking. It makes me look at buddies even better. You know what I mean? I've always liked the brand, uh, how it looks, how it feels. People like it. It, it. You guys are good people. Like, you know, I see you on the street. So it's like, okay, Buddies is cool. You come around here a few times recently. You've been at some events. And it's like, okay, Buddies is making their, their rounds. But damn, 
hearing about the company on what you guys stand for and stand with and how you guys present it, it's second to none, man. I appreciate that. We're going to take a break, come back and hear about a few of these other concentrates, look at these oils on the shelf here, and do the high five. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Turn your typical into something special. Now, when it comes to infused products, the flavor you taste should be just as enjoyable as the feeling you experience. Visit the website, loranoils.com. I want to thank everybody here for making us look and sound so good. Even though he doesn't clean up well, he's still a good guy. Thank you, Jorge, Daniel, Diego, Caitlin, Chance, Becca, Michelis, Marcus, P-Funk, Jessica, Cam, Salar, Allie, Cousin Ray, Goldie, Pitt, Mark Carnes, Chris Franchino, Jennifer, Erica, and Elvis. Thank you guys so much. I just got off the phone with Elvis, too. Love you, brother. Um, Nick, so well, like, you you know the product so well. It's like you started the company as well. I mean, it's just... It's, it's like you've been smoking for a long time over there. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm really impressed with, seriously, like, just, just the um, passion for it. Like, where does that passion come from? Like, were you uh, always a cannabis dude like this? Uh, shit, I I think I started smoking when I was 15, which is a late bloomer compared to a lot of my friends. But uh, yeah, once once I started, it was no looking back from there. Well, don't surf and smoke <laughs> kind of go together? Like, I mean, yeah, and gr- and not only that, surfing and snowboarding and all Six, those type all of sports, of right? So I was always around it. I always like appreciated it. I liked it. I just like I kind of I was I was. I guess you say like a good kid growing up, <laughs> living uh, in the Bible Belt. <laughs> but uh, he was preaching. But no, but um, and and my my mis my mischief went into other areas. But I don't know. I guess the point yeah. Can I get so- my wallet back? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I guess he walked by me a few times. I'm like, wait a minute, where'd my wallet go? This little thief. But yeah, start fifteen is when I started smoking, and yeah, I kind of just fell in love with it, and um, where other people would be kind of like. They just like to get high. Like I was kind of like the nerd, like, oh no, like look at it, worried about the different strains, all the different, like, yeah. So like, um, yeah, I just fucking love it. 
So. Yeah, I never got into the strains like that when I was smoking. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh, this was killer. This was skunk yeah. weed. And this is Bammer. The, the chronic and exactly. the Exactly. It just never got into terpenes and yeah. all this shit where you're like, wow, I didn't even know all that as a kid growing up. And I started smoking at six. And then, you know, six to 26 going, oh, this is great. So you guys actually have flour as well. No, so we don't. We actually don't do flowers. So, oh, I thought uh, those were flower bags there. No, no. no so no, these are actually little mini bags of gel caps. So, um, so how do the gel know. caps work? There's THC in these gel packs. So yeah. um, you okay, Chris? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you're you're right. whole head and you're, you're having a hard time with them headphones right there, and they were winning. I got a, I got a small head, I guess. They're fucking flying all everywhere. Yeah, I'm next to him. I thought his arm was like twitching or something. What's going on with this dude? I can get these open. So what, what, explain the gel caps and what it's, they have in them. And so it's a gelatin capsule, just like you would get like a fish oil pill or Advil, Advil liquid gel or something. So I give gel caps um, to my mother-in-law as well as my grandma takes the gel caps they work really well well as you know or maybe you don't know but cannabis itself is a natural anti-inflammatory so it really helps with everything so when something's wrong inside your body it's because something's well, inflamed and, and oh, the, to totally. the nice thing is it's discreet so if you're getting on a plane or something and you've got anxiety and you want to rest on the plane it's just easy we're a society that's used to popping pills for for every ailment. Yeah, like I said, you can definitely get your grandma to take a pill. Mm -hmm. So these full spectrum sure. pills, yeah. talk about them and what they have and and what they can do for you. Like they're a hundred milligrams each, are so, no, twenty five so, per. So we have in the gel capsule line, we have so so many different um, options. But um, the, I would say the main thing with the gel capsule is um, it's an edible. So. Most edibles are gummies, whatever, and so you're eating sugar, eating candy with your medicine. So on, on one thing, the comparison to most edibles is just, okay, remove the sugar. You're just popping a pill. Now it's keto-friendly. Um, yeah. Hello. And then um, the other thing with them is, like, the bang for your buck compared to edibles is, like, it's almost not even comparable. So uh, most edibles in California, for example, you can only buy gummies 100 milligrams per gum um sorry per package uh with the gel caps we can do up to a thousand so um so, so it's you like get a more bang so your if you're puck. if you're if you're say you're a hundred milligram a day person um you're gonna go through a thousand milligrams in 10 days um bottle of gel capsules thousand milligrams cost you like 50 60 bucks um if you buy 10 bags of gummies which is what you would have to do 10 bags 100 milligrams a piece you're looking at like over 200 bucks so um do you want to spend 50 bucks every 10 days or do you want to spend $200 every 10 days? Um, so the bang for your buck, again, just, it's not even comparable. Then also, uh, if you want to eat a hundred milligrams, do you want to eat a whole bag of candy or do you want to pop a pill? If you want to eat 200 milligrams, then really. So, so there are people like for people with high tolerances that need to take high doses, uh, the gel caps is just so much more realistic than gummies or something else. Do you also have some that are like one to one, one to two? Yeah, with CBD yeah. In it? So, so we we um, in the distillate line. So that's the that's really kind of what sets us apart in the gel cap game. Uh, other brands do have gel capsules, but um, from what I know, most of them are distillate based. Where we do have distillate based, which distillate is basically just like an isolate. It is a it is a affordable entry level oil, you could call it, but. Um, uh, what we're really known for is our live resin gel capsules. So um, live resin, full spectrum, strain specific, just a all around better quality oil. Um, so I, I don't know if we are, I think we may be the only live resin gel capsule so. on the market right now. Really? So, so yeah. So, um, so basically that's the big difference is um, 
Yeah, this is the, the one I have right here, live resin infused. Uh -huh. Yeah, so white packaging will be distillate-based, so it's an isolated cannabinoid. We won't call it sativa hybrid or indica. Are those are the pills right there, too, in the jars? Yeah, yeah. so here, we can pop one of these. Again, it's so much easier to, to get someone to take a medicine in pill form than it is to, hey, you're going to eat this brownie that's going to oh, make my, it feel what good. What do you mean? I'm gonna be like, hey, this is so gonna, get, what my wife's going to take. Yeah, now. we got the yeah. bottles. I, put it, her, I put it in her <laughs> daily vitamin cocktail. I, I might get laid. So, so we, do, uh, <laughs> we do bottles for the people that want to buy, like, like, they know they like the product and so they want to, like, not have to buy a million of these. But then we also have the tester packs for... Anyone that wants to just like a, buy a daily dose or try the product out, then we have the little mylars. But um, but yeah, in the distillate line, we we go as low as five milligram per dose and as high as a hundred milligrams per dose. So um, at in the live resin line right now, they're all twenty five milligrams per dose. Um, so if you need a lower dose, we don't really have you covered yet. But we're going to be expanding. So the, the lowest dose is 25 milligrams. Yeah. For the live the resin, resin line. Resin. For the live resin line. Um, that's why we want to expand the live resin line. Um, because basically distillate, everyone knew the distillate line. It's very much easier to do ratios and all kinds of other stuff with distillate. And then also the bang for your buck. Like people just want that low price product. But um, now that we've tested the live resin capsules in the 25 milligram, um, and we know that people want it and want to see more varieties from it, then we can start introducing a 10 milligram dose or a five milligram dose in the live resin as well. I just love the fact that it's like this because like you said, this is so, mm, I just want to say friendly for the community that's a pill popping community and thinking like, you know, so oh, Orange County, right? You, yeah. That's what I feel like. <laughs> our, our, not only Orange County, but let's just look across the, the land, right? I mean, yeah, we let's can only these buy these in California, but, you know, let's go uh, Bay Area, you know, Blackhawk. I don't know. You know what I mean? Name the, name the area that you're all bougie, but, and they're pill popping of like, ooh, this is going to be perfect for us there. Or, or for the guy or girl who doesn't want to smell like anything or doesn't like putting oil under their tongue because they hate the taste yeah. of a tinkster, right? I like, would use it just because I don't want to do eat sugar. Yeah, there's that too it's healthier great yeah. stories on those so i answered our our info line every every package has a website on it and they they come through and and i get most of them do you and take the trash out too i do a <laughs> whatever <lot>. exactly <laughs> whatever it takes man this is cannabis but at least once a week i'll get a story on a thank you story on someone using our gel caps and it's it's that learned behavior of i'm popping an oxy or i'm popping a norco they're still popping a pill, but they're they're able to slowly wean themselves off their opioids. So, mm -hmm. it's it's a great story out there, and it is. It's our whole culture is used to whatever's wrong with us. Got a headache, my junk, whatever. I'm going to take a pill for it, and and so it's an easy transition for someone, like you said, in all those areas, or, or where where they can step away for something that's actually really doing harm. It's for an them. exit drug. Oh, uh, not, well, not only an exit drug. It's for those who are the kind of scared you're you're dealing with a spouse and mother a father a person who's i don't know about that oh really well what about this and it, oh i just think like even myself my mind thinks this that i think that the community would feel this way well let me see that and then they'll look at it because it's a pill it's not this flower that you're going to roll up and smoke because of the mental stigma taboo bullshit propaganda that has been embedded in this culture's head that's against cannabis right but this is not embedded in their head. This is embedded as a good thing. Mm -hmm. So my point is when they see this, hmm, let me see that they may be enticed to look at it more because it's what they're comfortable with. 
mm-hmm. right? A pill is what that community is comfortable. The the call it who you want. They could be church. They could be gangbanger. I don't care who it is. They're just anti cannabis. Where it's like you know, I don't want to smoke it. I don't want to do these pins and oils. But I take my pills because my doctor said so. That was that was the Dare campaign, right? The drug yeah. abuse resistance. But, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, there's so many out there, dude. That if you looked at all these products, I can just imagine. Once again, I'm rolling the dice on my just perception of how people think, right? Because and, and and I'm not gonna lie. You ready for this? My own perception of like, oh, I bet I can I can convince people with this more. Like I'm feeling that way. I'm oh, yeah. feeling I can convince people with this these gels now. Even like, oh, dude, you're hurting. Why don't you try this? Because I'll have a lot of people in South Orange County, like, they want to take some, but I don't want to smoke, Joe, but I don't want, they're talking to me, and I, I show them the rubs, I'll tell them this and that, but if I showed them this, please, why wouldn't they jump on that? You know what I mean? Like, it's a pill, it's what you're used to taking, you get surgery, you want to take a pill, your doctor's going to give you pills. Exactly. Women's in pain for uh, uh, cramps. You know what I mean? What do they take? A pill. And you know what, Joe? I think you could probably even replace them and put them in some. I didn't want to say that. Hey, hey, I didn't want to say that. But, you know, these look just like the fish oil pills that are in your thing. I mean, not just like, but just like. I may or may not have taken them some places that accidentally I mean if you switch these in the bottle you ain't getting pulled when you yep. get pulled over when you get tested at the thing no those are my fish oils. I bought them from Costco yep. 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 <laughs> these are all my omega-3s right here but but yeah I, I've heard so many testimonials of like people using that product to get off of opioids or something like that um, not not only it's the pill aspect but also a lot of those guys need to pack a punch with something oh, they so have they can to take those high doses and everything and uh, but then, to your point, like the uh, my doctor told me this is okay, and the amount of pills that some of these like like I would say my mom is one of the only ladies I know her age that doesn't have a um, just a pill cabinet full and have something for every little thing, and it's like, but all of a sudden there's a stigma with weed. Oh society in my country club oh or they whatever feed the it to you hell yeah. it is joe it? how many pills yeah. do you take a day oh boy between your see. vitamins i mean it's, yeah it's, honestly jam yeah, i i have a pill cap like uh, a cabinet as well at home and then i have supplements that i take daily so i have my well shit i can pull it up and look at it on my fucking i have my, all my medication <laughs> on a tab thing that i that i write down the funny thing is you said that let me see here one he's due for a pill two three <laughs> Four, this is at night so three and then four five in the morning i do five in the morning and then at night i do one two three at night and then once a day on the week which was today i did a shot and i'm no doctor either but i've seen people that have been able to get off of a lot of pills by using mm-hmm. the cannabis whether it's a gel tablet. so my trulicity shot was on tuesday ironically on tuesdays today's tuesday whatever you're listening to this whatever but today on tuesday i do a shot uh, once a week for my diabetes so i'm a diabetic as well uh and so yeah i take and then because of the taking that i had to take these other pills for cholesterol and this and that because they go because you're a diabetic the lowest dose of it mind you but and even my wife's like, why are you taking? I'm like, I know, but the specialist said, and the, but my A1C levels and all my shit's perfect right now. So all that being said, I'm at a blood level, everything out. You check my BSL, you check my level, I'm golden. So I'm not opposed to it so much right now. And I'm not, and I just got off ankle surgery that I was taking some other pills that they gave me an overdose kit. 
Like I was, but then Mark Wasserman from the Pop Brothers at Law brought me all kinds of stuff. He might have brought me some of your book. I mean, I was taking gels, I was taking liquids, I was just doing so much THC stuff to help me with my pain because I tried to get off it. I didn't want to take these pain pills, but I mean, I, I was the biggest mistake. I should have still taken them because my ankle surgery was massive. They shaved my heel bone, slid it over, put two screws in there. It was like massive pain, wow. not like, oh, let me handle this pain with some THC. It was like, no, you need the drugs yeah. and the THC. So I went Pussy. off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, I went off one day and it ruined like damn near my marriage, my life, my everything because I went so insane with pain. Like I was, I felt like a paraplegic because I was in so much pain. Like I remember feeling like my hands were cramped and I couldn't move and all because of the ankle surgery. But I, I used heavy THC to help try to balance it and it still wasn't enough because I was in that much pain, but. Yeah, I mean, there's a time and a place for traditional medicine. Oh yeah. But it, but it's over-prescribed and it's, it's, oh. it's just everybody's go-to and we, we jump on it like it's a grenade. I read it or I saw it on a Super Bowl commercial. I, I need to get that medicine because I think I might gotta have a backache or whatever. Even so, though you can grow a tail when it says, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> be cautious. Well, you guys, this <laughs> brand, everything about it is, is awesome. I love how you guys got so much. Did we miss any of the other products that you guys have? That you brought out here? Um, I don't know if you want to touch on like the dripper for. Um, I was gonna say I know so, last time yeah. I used a I got a dab dart from you, which I thought yeah, was cool. So um, so basically this is a dripper. It's or we call it a dripper. It's a basically a syringe, but syringe doesn't have the the best uh, connotation. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's an exit drug, but, guys. But Shoot it up. but basically uh, there were pre buddies. There were a lot of syringes on the market, but they were usually distal based syringes and. Uh, if you know about distillate, like adding distillate to your joint or dabbing it or whatever is just not the best. Um, so we actually put a live resin dripper. So um, liquid diamonds, live resin. We're essentially taking our live resin, liquefying the THCA crystals, aka diamonds, um, to get into its liquid state so we could put it into vapes or we could put it into drippers. Um, so... So yeah, pure live resin, strain specific again. Um, so you could dab it, you can put it in your blunt, your joint, whatever. You could put it on some food and eat it. Um, we can't sell it as an edible, but like, doesn't it I have do to that. burn on the food, or you, even if it's on cold food, like could I put it on a salad? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's already like mostly decarbed, so um, so it's activated, ready to go. Um, so yeah, you could put it on food and eat it. You wouldn't have to cook with it. You could just put it right. You could put top. it straight in your mouth. Then yeah, yeah, exactly. It's metered on the side, so it's easy to figure out the dose. Yeah. Uh, or if you want to bake with it, or whatever you want to do with it. Yeah. So it's it's just it's kind of again it's for that person that wants a quick edible, but maybe doesn't want the sugar of a gummy or something. My my favorite would be for <laughs> blunts though. I like to like inside of a blunt before I put the flour down. Uh, kind of coat the inside and then put the flour down on top of it and then roll it up and the yeah. snake in the grass yeah. huh? <laughs> so you uh is that what you call it goalie the snake in the grass yeah. right? i thought that was you on the weekend <laughs> so, and this one's actually really cool we uh found some uh some high cbd fresh frozen flour so uh this was a uh, harley sue so uh it tested as a one-to-one -one, which again that's like just from the fr we don't we don't control that um that ratio that's just from the flour itself um, so I like to take some like THC rich flour, but then add a little bit of this like one-to-one -one and still, so you still get a little bit of the CBD effects, but it's, I mean, it's I'm still, a big fan yeah. of the one-to-one. -one. I don't think enough people put one-to-one yeah. -one products And then if out. you put a one-to-one -one on top of so THC clean. flour, then it's really, you're just getting like a. What is this that I smell? Because this smells so fresh and clean. That's the live, uh, the live resin, uh, Bruce Banner. 
It just smells like good, clean cannabis for some weird reason. That's how I, I like can the describe Bruce it. Banner a lot. You know what I mean? Like, like what does it smell like, Joe? It smells that, like great, yeah, clean cannabis. Should kind of smell like spicy. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Bruce Banner's. It smells it, like it, weed. That's his pores, bro. That's what he smells. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love your guys' product, the look, the flavor. I can't wait to. Oh, grab we all didn't these touch gels. on the gummies. I guess uh, the oh, gummies are gummies. actually one of our newest products. So, so basically, if you see. Anything in green packaging is basically like our live resin line. So we uh, live we, resin gummies. Everything with starts, liquid diamonds. Yeah, everything starts as a live resin dab, essentially, looking like this with the crystals and everything in it. And then once we develop this liquid diamond live resin method of um, the idea is you can't take this in its raw form and put it into a vape cart. All those crystals and everything will get clogged. Um, but once we liquid figured out how to liquefy it, then we were able to do. 100% live resin cartridges, disposables, the drippers, um, the soft gels, and crumble then, and and cured resin. But uh, so, the the gummies are an extension of our live resin line. So now our gummies are live resin, full spectrum, strain specific. Um, How many milligrams? Ten milligrams per piece. Okay, hundred milligrams in a package, and then also we like cleaned it up to where we're not using like corn syrups or any of the like yellow fives or any of that stuff so we do natural coloring natural flavoring All vegan. um they're vegan gluten-free so we're using tapioca syrup and cane sugar and just yeah just a lot better ingredients um and then again providing that clean experience at like a really affordable price and then our crumble you mentioned our crumble line and our cured resin so our neighbor right across the street is ember valley so i see shout, that shout out to ember valley guys um so most of our our input material comes from their indoor flower to make our crumble line or our cured resin. So what's the difference between a live resin and a cured resin? So live resin starts with fresh frozen material. It's yeah. harvested Talking in the field. Talking to the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. Live resin starts in the field. It's harvested right into a freezer truck and put away. And so it, it traps more of the terpenes. It, it keeps it fresh. It's fr it's processed fresh. We, we, we run our live resin at negative 70 degrees through our chillers, through our system. Um, cured resin comes from dry material. So it... Once ah. it's once it's dried, then then we freeze it. We run the same process as the same temperature, but the starting material has been dried. Yeah, basically, when you when you chop down a live plant, you don't just smoke it immediately. You dry it and you cure treat it. it right. Yeah. Right. So so cured resin comes from dried cured flour as opposed to live resin. Like he said, um, fresh frozen flour is the input material for live resin, and fresh frozen meaning right when we chop it down rather than drying and curing it. So would the uh, other one cost more then because you have to wait for that process? So you have to treat it? Uh, well, there, it, there, there's a, it's more than just dried versus cured. It, it's where is it coming from? Yeah. Is it indoor? Yeah. Is it outdoor? Well, they even is look different greenhouse? too. One looks more like a sugar one. Yeah. And that, well, that even comes way more into play of, uh, live resin they could all be live resin but each strain is going to have a different terpene profile um so higher the terpene the more liquidy it's going to be the lower terpene profile um the more sugary and like less liquidy it's going to be but yeah really like each different cultivar each different strain is going to determine essentially um the way that the extract comes out so we all of our live resin we're using the same process for every strain um but yeah, live resin versus cured resin, you'll have a higher terpene content most of the time because when you chop down a cannabis plant, terpenes start to evaporate. They evaporate all the way into like 
the jar that you get and then Absolutely. if you leave your jar open and it loses its nose that's or the dry, curing process exactly so, so with live resin since we're flash freezing it right at harvest we're not only uh trapping and preserving the terpenes in their freshest live estate but we're also trapping them before they evaporate so there's essentially more terpenes there so um cured resin will basically a little bit of a lower terpene profile and then it represents like the dried cured flower where live resin higher terpene profile and represents like the the live state of the flower essentially like if you if you chop down um a plant whatever the strain is it's not going to smell the same right when you chop it down versus when it's dried and cured and yeah. in a jar so so and then when you open it up as well, I mean, yeah, exactly. exactly. Hey, so well said, Nick. I feel like I was educated so much today. So, yeah. Seriously. So, so just to give some props to Nick too. Nick's my conscience. Every once in a while, I'll get a call <laughs> in the middle of the day, and he's like, and there's usually a couple of expletives first, and he's like, "How did this make it to the market? It doesn't taste good, or or the label's crooked," and 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 this is this is kudos to him. He he really cares about this brand and, and bleeds green. He, oh yeah. He he makes this better. Uh, if we're looking at a new product launch, packaging goes to him before it goes to the market. And, the, and, and I call him, I'm like, Nick, what, what do you think of this package? And, and it, it, you know, we take it, take it and we try to implement it. He's the one that touches the market every day. He's the one that the stores know. He's out there with the people. Like yeah. I said, he's the people's champ. I've seen him all over the place. Guys and he's here, he's slapping hands and he's doing his thing. He Nick brought Nick, I think, if yep. I'm not mistaken, yeah. right? I had double Nicks in the building a couple <laughs> times. Yeah, I remember that. And, and he's just a great dude, but not only a great dude. I didn't know you were so well-versed and educated on cannabis overall because the way you expressed how you know cannabis is... is Damn near second to none, dude. That was uh, very Thank impressive. You. Thank, Thank you, you so much for educating me on all your different products, let alone all the products in general. Because now, like, I didn't know about all this, uh, you know, cured, we'll, not cured. We'll save the crumble lesson for later, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, cured resin to crumble, you're just taking cured resin and you whip it into the crumble texture. So basically, like, you're going to lose some terpenes and stuff like that. But so basically, the cured resin would just be like the raw form. It's better for dabbing. It's going to be a little more liquidy and stuff like that. Crumble, because we're whipping it up into this, like, kind of crumbly texture. It kind of dries out a little bit. It's more for a crumble sandwich. Uh, so yeah. mm. so you can dab it, but then you can also use it as, like, a bowl topper, like, in your joints. And it's not as messy. So it's a, it's a more, more versatile version of cured resin. But crumble is just cured resin in a different texture. Yeah, we have crumble sandwiches at home. We put them on the bowl toppers and yeah. put more. On you top. said the crumble, and now I'm hungry. Thank you. <laughs> it's Cannabis Talk 101. We're going to do the high five with these guys, Brian and Nick from Buddies. I'm going to ask you guys the question. Brian, we'll start with you, and then we'll go to Nick. It'll be the same question, maybe different answers. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where'd you get it from? 16, and from uh, my pastor's son. Wow. <laughs> so you got some holy weed. Yeah, yeah. Was, there you go. <laughs> That's the good stuff. Yeah, what, what was it called? Stuff. Jesus? Man, I, back <laughs> Jesus then we, walks. We were just happy to get weed back then. I'm old. So. That's, That's a good time. That's the original Skywalker. Exactly. <laughs> what about you, Nick? I think you said you were 15, right? Yeah. First time I smoked weed, um, we had like six of us packed in a Chevy pickup truck, and one of our friends rolled. Uh, we, we grew up smoking Dutch Masters, but the game had just dropped the game blunts, which was like his version of Dutch Masters. And so, uh, yeah, one of the homies rolled one of those up, and we hotboxed the truck uh, out front of my house. My mom was out of town. Oh, fun. And we went in there, and I remember I crushed, like, a gallon of the, like, Arnold Palmer stuff, and I don't know what else I had, but 
yeah, I was pretty much good times. Then. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Hit it with number two, Frankino. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> number two, what is your favorite way to use cannabis? We'll go with you first, Nick. Uh, I'm a big flower guy, honestly. Which, which we have all these extract products, and I I love all of our products. But I'll be I'll be real. I'm 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 a big flower guy. I Most like, guys are. Yeah. I I. I not popular opinion at this point, but I still smoke my bong all day long because it's just the quickest way for me to get to get what a quick I rip. need and I work a lot. But um if I'm chilling I, I like to smoke blunts. Yeah. Nice. Nice. What about you, Brian? This product right here, fire and ice. Fire and ice. Right. Yeah, I got a lot I used to I used to be a competitive bodybuilder and got a lot of aches and pains and I put that on wherever and takes it away. I think you guys need to drop me off some more of that stuff. I need to start going out harder oh, on I'll it. bring you yeah. some Well Joe He's used a, to be a professional. I've never boxer. used none of that, did I Joe? I've never used that, huh? You using that the one? Fire yet? I don't think so, right? I don't think you. Yeah, you it's need that stuff. on your ankle too. You need to try that one. Yeah, we gotta grab you one too. On Craziest place you ever used cannabis or smoked, Brian? Uh, in in the church. <laughs> so my, I was the first say, time we were. Hold on, we, yeah. in the church? Now we I smoked in the, in the church. church parking lot, but I didn't go in the church. No, we were uh, we were in like the little baptismal area. We're just running around them. You ain't lying when you said you're trying to get to heaven with your new lady and everything after hearing those stories. <laughs> yeah, now I believe you a little more. At first I was like, ah, oh, let's do it. No, you nah, smoking in the church. Yeah, that one, uh, I got to do some shit to make up for that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. What about you, Nick? Uh, I got a pretty close tie. I, one I'm going to say, I'm not going to say too much about. It was in a foreign country that I just don't even want to repeat it, but it was definitely, it's like death penalty there and stuff. So it was like, pretty surreal to be doing it. i took some flowers with me and smoked in egypt yeah um yeah i don't even want to say i even swore to them i would never say where <laughs> where this was at but um but then the other one would definitely be like in the, the airplane bathroom and i actually had the fucking smoke detector go off while i was in the airplane no. bathroom Shit. hitting one of these and i'm like oh, oh, oh and like they're knocking on the door and um, I kind of like brush everything away and I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And I open it and I, I just pretended to be panicked. I was like, are we okay? Are we okay? <laughs> and That's uh, awesome, by like, the way. I was about to say, what you do? Okay. Are you smoking? Are you smoking? And everyone's like looking and I'm like, smoking? God, no. Like, are we okay? Like, I thought the, like it was a plane going down or something. And, <laughs> and so I just fully flipped the script back on them, like full panic. <laughs> and, uh, and Ruined your high. Nothing, nothing ended up happening. Yeah. Definitely. That That's like, funny, though, that Nick. That's a good one. Hell. What's going on around here? Yeah, hey, yeah. who pulled my pants down? Yeah. <laughs> Chris, welcome to the show. Oh, man. I'm, I'm just trying to capture that one because I, I, I've i done it inside the, the airplanes many times. Smoked my pen at, at my but seat. But you've never been you know, But I've never, ever had any smoke alarms go off. I've never he, been. You, and I he have, carries so much. When he had, the last had, time, he just don't got Don't ever go to the airport with Joe, I had by done the way. it many times before. I could, I was could not believe that that thing went off yeah. was it because it was the bathroom maybe it's more condensed space yeah something like well i think that uh when i used to do it they were only smoke detectors and then when all the vape shit started coming out they like out put a new vape. one in Sensors. that like could detect the vape and not just smoke or something and oh, wow. i just was behind on uh on my technology i went through the security <laughs> checkpoint one time with, with mr grande here and I, I've never traveled and not had any cannabis products on me, you know, because I'm a real consumer. And so I just couldn't really imagine a Same. day without it. And so I travel heavy with, Same. you know, products. <laughs> and uh, we're going through it. Which airport were we at? Were we at John Wayne or were we at Ontario? I don't know. It doesn't I even matter. John Wayne. 
And uh, this guy's like, oh, check him. And, and like, they're literally pulling all, all I my I didn't know, though, products. that you knew that all this and stuff. Like, I was Joe, joking. stop. And he's like, oh, keep keep tricking further. Give him the full cavity. And he's they're just pulling out product after product after product. Hey, but when we I'm just came back from where, where did we come back from when they pulled that guy, when the guy had the gun on us, on, the, on him? Oh, that was Arizona. Was that Arizona? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We came back from Arizona and they found Chris's. Uh, oh, they found my uh, my jab rig, my iSpire jab rig and my honey badger. And they're like, what is this like, used for? That? And I was like, it's to smoke weed. <laughs> and they just said, OK, and just put it back in my bag. And but yeah, this guy's That's got so me good. shitting bricks before. And, and thank <laughs> God. I mean, in here in California, it's not such a big deal. They're not looking for it. You know, it's not on the items of things they're looking for for yeah. TSA. So they just put it all back in my bag and let me go. But I was like, Joe, what the fuck? I just was sending you love. I didn't realize you had all that on you. It wasn't like you told me you had that on you and then I said it. I didn't know when I said it. So let's just be clear on the story. <laughs> so question number four of the high five with Buddy's brand. Mr. Brian, what is your go-to munchies after you get high? Uh, probably chips and salsa. Chips and salsa. Make your own or you got a brand that you buy? Uh, just whatever's in there. Just whatever's there. Some salt, yeah. Chips and salsa are always great. Yep. Melt a little cheese on it, too. Let's get down. So it's the saltiness of the chips that you like. You're like a salty, more than sweet guy, huh? That's the first thing I want to grab. Nice. Mm. And Mr. Nick, what is your go-to munchie after you get high? Shit. (laughs) Mine's hard because I start getting high in the morning, so it's pretty much like... Breakfast. (laughs) everything Everything I'd eat in a daily basis is... What I'm eating when I'm high. So you're not even like Mr. <laughs> okay, that's my real craving. Not, not really. Like I, it just happens. Like, so are you even getting high anymore? Yeah, yeah. Is this yeah. from the gel tab? No, I, I keep uh, I keep different strains switching out, keeping my body. Not, if I smoke the same thing all day every day, then nah. But if I'm smoking, switching up my shit, then then it yeah. works better for you. Oh yeah. Question number five of the high five with the buddies from buddies. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone. Dead or alive, who would it be and why? Mr. Brian, let's hear you. I guess it's me. Uh, probably my grandfather. He passed away a few years ago, and uh, I didn't get to say goodbye. So it would have been a good way to say goodbye. Did he ever smoke? Nope, but but he would have. Like, I'm sorry he passed. How did he, how did he pass? Uh, yeah, he just got old, passed away. I, I was in That's another good. state, and by the time I got back, he'd already passed, but... Um, I just think it's something he would have enjoyed, and it would have been a good way to say goodbye. Good old Gramps. What about you? He stole mine, dude. That's crazy. His I, grandpa? I, I, no. no. Oh. <laughs> I ain't no grandpa. I'm like, you want to smoke with his grandpa? No, but but I was gonna say my grandpa, and I I, I thought someone I thought you were gonna say like someone famous or like something like that, and I'm like, no, nah, my grandpa. And then you said that, and I'm like, no way. That's but, cool. But same thing because my my grandpa is probably like my favorite person ever. And then is he still alive? Yeah. And, uh, so you got a but, chance still. Oh well, that's the thing. He's that. Southern. So he stole yours, Nick. But you can trump him because yeah, you can true. fucking do he, it. <laughs> he's that old Southern, like. Oh yeah. Uh, you already smuggled shit for your grandma. So, so and he's so awesome. So I'm just like, it would be so cool. You but, think he would? I don't think he would, because of my grandma. But I feel like, yeah. Something How dope do would it be if you give him one of these gels? Yeah, and I, I was give this thing. Thing. dude. Hey, Gramps, I got something for you. Or just put it in some like pumpkin pie and he just eats it. He I, doesn't I, even I know. Want, I want to propose it somehow. I just, I just don't know how I would go about it. Yeah, my grandma would not be stoked. Do you smoke <laughs> around your family at all? No, not them. I smoke. Uh, my my parents, I do. Like uh, my mom and my dad, they don't. 
yeah, I smoke in front of them. Um, but I have not in front of my grandparents. Huh. That's so funny how, you know, that's, they know that's what still I a do, taboo, right? I mean, yeah. I get it. I mean, when I was smoking like that, I, there, you know, I would, I, I didn't feel comfortable smoking around my mother. You know what I mean? My dad, I was like, ah, fuck it. He's over there. I'll smoke around. You know what I mean? He wasn't going to say to me, whatever. But like, I, same feeling. I just would not do that around my mom. Like, you know what I mean? My mom never smoked. She didn't drink. She didn't do nothing. So I was like, mijo, what are you doing? Like, nothing, mom. I didn't want to hear it. Like, you know what I mean? So I was like, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. So I get the feeling. So it's like, a, we, we just don't even talk about that type of stuff. Like, so it's like, I don't even, yeah, it's, it. I would not know where to start with it. Well, good luck with that, man. Is there anything we forgot to mention about buddies or anything you guys want to mention on the podcast before we let you guys go? Because been very educational, uh, vulnerable, inspiring, the whole nine. Love the brand. Love what you guys are doing. Anything else that we forgot to mention before we let you guys go? I think we covered most everything. But what would I? What I will say is we do. We are in the process of developing some new products. So. Maybe come back once we once uh, the new products yeah. hit. Let's go because right now you guys are in right now Oregon and California, right? Oregon, Oregon California, California, and Washington, and Washington. And uh, we just bought a license in Nevada, so that's on that's on the whiteboard right now. We don't know if it'll happen this year or early next year. So we're expanding. Uh, we're looking at Massachusetts. We're looking at some other states with so four to five more states coming, huh? MSOs, baby. Yep. Gotta love that, man. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. We greatly appreciate you. And when the new products come out, we want to talk about it first right here on Cannabis Talk 101. And if you're out there listening and nobody else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.